Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Peak. Peak is my favorite matcha, you guys. Probably remember I went on my matcha journey trying to be just like my bestie court. And it was hard. It was hard to find a good matcha, a matcha that I liked, a matcha that I loved, but I finally found it. It's by Peak. It's called the Sun Goddess Matcha, and it's the best matcha ever. It's organic, it's ceremonial grade, and quadruple toxin screened for purity. Thank you very much. I drink it instead of my second coffee of the day. I'm not completely off coffee, but for that second coffee of the day, I don't get a headache. I don't get the jitters. I don't get the crashes. For a limited time, Peak is offering an exclusive bundle that includes their Sun Goddess Matcha and a glass beaker, along with two premium bonus gifts, a handheld frother and a seven-day coffee detox book. That's a $45 value for free. If you go to peaktea.com slash not skinny, that's P-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E-A.com slash not skinny and you use code not skinny at checkout, you're going to receive an additional 5% off this limited time bundle with gifts. This code applies site wide. That's peaktea.com dot com slash not skinny and you use code not skinny at checkout. By the way, that handheld frother is a must to make a good court style matcha. Okay. In a study by Esquire, 54% of women said they'd rather be hit by a car than considered fat. If I'm being honest, I've been those women. So for me, this isn't just a podcast. It's personal. I'm Danielle Robay, TV host and journalist, and years of celebrity interviewing taught me that beauty isn't about what you look like. It's about who you become. Each week, I'm having thought-provoking conversations, digging into the stories of people who put a new spin on pretty. From entrepreneurs and authors to politicians and celebrities, no topic is off limits. So join me every Thursday for a new episode to feel pretty inspired, pretty seen, and best of all, pretty smart. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. What's good about your name, it's a beautiful name, is that like you're one of a kind, you know? Oh, like you I type know. in Davina into Google. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you type in Davina into Google and it's like, that's you. Where's that last name? Where's that last name from? Where are you from originally? I'm born and raised in Germany. And my dad was, my dad's 100% German. He was born in the East German border to Poland during World War II, like right at the end. And he was born and raised in the, like near the Black Forest. So he's German. And then my mom is half German and half Native American. 
And her dad, so my grandpa, was in the army and stormed Normandy. <laughs> and that's how she came about. So she's half Native American, half German, and my dad is German. So I'm a quarter Native. And yeah. Oh, wow. So at what age did you move to the States? 17. Wow, Davina. I feel like we knew this at the beginning of the of the show, but my memory hasn't been refreshed on this piece no, of it. No, like, no, no. You... So as far as the show, you, you wouldn't know from the show because I never got an intro. Yeah, I'm talking about this a lot, but I'm literally born and raised in Germany. I went to an English-speaking school, which is why I speak pretty good English. And I never got an introduction on Stanley Sunset. So no one knows that I'm German. No one knows anything about me, which is a little, is a little unfair. No, I agree. So, so I've wanted you to come on the show for a while, but I feel like, you know, we talked a lot about selling sunset. We talked a lot about like the drama and, you know, Christine's ex-boyfriend, who's also Emma's ex-boyfriend, who's also, you know, we've talked about that. I really, with this podcast and you coming on the show, and obviously you could tell me if you're not down, I want people to get to know you. So you just said you were talking about it a lot. Like, you were born and raised in Germany. That's what I want to get out of this podcast. I want people to know you. I don't know if it's like fair to call you an underdog, but sort of like I kind of get how reality TV works, you know, a little of the inner workings. And I sometimes feel as a bystander that you're almost not done dirty in a way, but it's like we don't get to see enough of you. We don't get to see a lot of good vibes from you. And I know there's more. I know you're likable. I know that you're friends with a lot of women on the show. So this is what why I wanted you on. Well, okay, I can give you so much. I can give you so much more color and dimension to what you just said. I mean, obviously, there's more about somebody than a few minutes you see on a show. And that goes for all of us, right? But, you know, I appreciate your interest and the opportunity you're giving me to expand on that a little bit. I will say for someone that's listening that maybe doesn't know anything about me or doesn't know much about me, that uh, take into consideration that if you're seeing a bad moment that's been, you know, let's just call it loosely edited to look a certain way, then, you know, I did say those things or whatever, right? But like, if that's the only part you see about me or anyone, and you see no other parts, then of course it's going to be difficult to relate to that character, whoever that person is, whether it's me or anyone else, right? So obviously it's going to be difficult to relate to them, and then it's difficult to like them because there's nothing you can connect to. And at some point I almost think, is that on purpose? Because if you did get to know me, (laughs) you would most certainly be a, a, at least at least a little more open to to my perspective to what I'm saying to where I'm coming from and to my personality but if you don't see much description or background then it's literally impossible to connect with someone right so it's like if you know nothing about someone and you just see bad moments, then yes, very easy to make them the quote unquote mm-hmm. villains. So I think understanding how reality TV works made me understand a little more of how I can show more of my actual real personality in season four. And it's not that it's manipulated or fake or anything like that. It's just, I just understand like, okay, this, 
this is how things can end up looking on a TV show. So you have to be cognizant of what you're doing. So that way other parts of your personality can be shown as well. And I have very close relationships with a lot of the girls that I don't think are very clear on the show, but if you ask them, they will, they would tell you. So it's like, why would I be close to any of these girls if I was such an awful person? You know, why would I even still be on the show if I was such a terrible person? So, you know, that should give you a little bit of insight at least. Did it, did it, I mean, you, you are obviously a strong person and I don't want to make assumptions, but I don't know from, from my understanding, Germans can have like kind of like tough skin. Do you think, because if I like thinking about, you know, the first seasons, I, and I think maybe a little bit less this season, I don't know how you felt, but like getting kind of backlash from people and having people quote unquote hating or, or dragging you or whatever. How does a person who hasn't been on reality TV, I, I imagine it wasn't your dream your whole life to be on reality TV. You are like a professional. I have a feeling about you. I know a lot of the other girls, you know, Chriselle was an actress. Christine, I feel like wanted to be famous her whole life. You're not that vibe, right? Like, I, I never was looking to be famous. I actually, okay, so my background is I went to Pepperdine University to study advertising. I wanted to be an art director, work something in beauty. That was kind of my personal passion. I wasn't sure maybe an editor, a beauty editor, or have my own line, something like that, right? Maybe art direction, something like that. So I ended up doing a modeling uh, competition in Germany that went to Miss Germany. I placed third. They were talking to me about doing modeling. I didn't really want to do that because I was already on the school path. So I went to school. And in the summer, I would go home to Germany and, and start modeling a little bit to start, like, understanding how it works. And decided, like, uh, I'm going to finish school. So then afterwards, I was a freelance editor for, like, Angelino and Flaunt Magazine. And was exploring that. I didn't really want to move to New York for, for editing, so for being an editor. So then... I got more into modeling and then I went full-time modeling. I was with Ford models for 12 years. I lived in London. I did all the runway shows in Milan and New York and, and Miami and all that kind of stuff. So I did that for a long time, which is great. It's awesome, but it's completely different to acting. And you have to have money coming in at all the different locations all the time to really make it work. And it's, it's really a grind, you know? And then I came back to LA because I wanted to be in one location and not travel all the time. I was in a relationship. So I wanted to be here. He was in uh, mortgages. This was like 2005, 2006. So I got into real estate. And initially it was just like for me to understand how real estate works. If I buy a house, like how does it work? How do you distinguish one agent from another? Like what, what is even the concept of buying a house? That was the motivation. Through another friend of mine, I got this job working for new construction development in the marina. So I sold these high-end condos for a big developer um, out of New York in, in Marina del Rey. That turned into more jobs like that, which I did for like 10, 10 plus years. And I sold the Ritz-Carlton downtown for AEG and the W Hollywood and places in Beverly Hills. So I was like specializing in condo sales. So I had this modeling background, you know, real estate hardcore real estate for big developers. And I met Brett on a transaction. We became friends. He asked me to join and that's the rest is history. So. Oh, so what year did you do? Wow. It's like you almost were like that breakdown. I was like, oh, 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 oh. first of all, crazy. And also you're in the business for 15 years. That's a long time. Yeah. I have the longest experience from anyone there, including Jason. I mean, like people don't, that's not like advertised. You know what I mean? 
that's why I'm like, okay, so thank you guys for no intro. Like I really, so I have to explain it all myself in interviews or on Instagram or whatever, you know, it's okay. But just, yeah. So question, does your new year's resolution have something to do with working out? Oh, I know it's in your top freaking five and you're just going to fail yourself because you're not going to sign up for the gym. You're not going to like drive 25 minutes to go to that class that, you know, your friend Rebecca has been dying to go to. No, you know what you will do and what's easy to do is obey fitness. Okay. Obey fitness from home at home, a gazillion workout options, like various times of workouts. You could do express 10 minute workouts. There are 20 class types to choose from. You don't need equipment. You could do Pilates. You could do strength. You could do yoga. You could do sculpt. You could do all the things. And you know what you don't have to do? You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to spend a lot of money on, you know, workout gear or workout fits to look cute. No, wear your pajamas. Do it at home. Choose from a variety of workout classes. Do a 10 minute workout and feel like you freaking made it. Okay. If you want to make more moves this year, you can jump right in with a free month of Obey. Just use code not skinny at Obey Fitness. That's Obey Fitness. That's O B E Fitness, F I T N E S S dot com. And when you use code not skinny, you could jump right in and get a free freaking month. And you know what? You can mark off one of those nearest resolutions and say, I freaking did it. I made it happen. Cheers to 20 freaking 22. When you were saying that you kind of realized how it works and and in a good way that maybe now you know how to like present yourself and and get those moments. I just want to tell everyone that's listening too is like, you know, I've talked to a lot of people in reality TV and everyone will say what you said. No one forces you to say anything. Nobody holds a gun to your head. Nobody can make up words that are coming out of your mouth you decide those things. And even in a good way, like I've talked to reality TV people that they'll create moments, which I'm sure we can assume that like Christine has done or whoever, they'll just create moments for themselves. Let's say they want more airtime then they'll, you know, let's say they have, I'm trying to not say exactly what I was told to you guys don't know who I'm talking about, but, but, but I just, I just want everyone to know, like, let's say I'm throwing a party and this is being aired on my TV show. So it could go smooth or I can create more drama about this party and I can say so-and-so isn't coming. So you can create. So, so do you feel like Davina, like looking back, you should have found like, it's, you feel like it's on you. Like I should have found more moments to show who I am, maybe not chosen to like go into other people's business, but, 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 but create my storyline or do you not have any regrets without kind of getting into more detail that I can't really get into. It's hard to describe because it wouldn't be a fair depiction. And from my perspective, but so then I'd, I'd rather just not get into it because it's like, yeah, er, you know, everyone said what they said and I've more than owned everything that I've said. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm very authentic and maybe my tone was too aggressive. I t- tend to talk very assertively, mm-hmm. which is a combination of, you know, my culture, but also how I was raised. So it's like, I'm an alpha personality. Like I go after stuff and I'm also very sweet and very funny and kind and a good friend. But of course, if you don't show that part, if you filter that out, then it only looks like, Oh, aggressive, assertive, you know, intense, you know, whatever negative description. 
So all I can say is that I didn't understand how it works. And yeah, I don't are know. we going to be I, seeing other sides of you? Do you feel I mean, I don't know if you saw season five, but are we going to be seeing kind of other sides of you or did, oh, my God, that smile is big Davina. Does that mean a yes? I, don't, I haven't seen it. I have no uh, idea. OK, I don't. But I, I, I feel good about season five for myself. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I. I feel good about it. So we'll see how, how it's told. Was how there, it's was there any question in your mind about coming back after, you know, experiencing kind of like social media, like trolls and kind of negative backlash at times Were you like, why the fuck do I need this shit at any point? Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I think anyone that was in my position that wouldn't say that would, you know, be lying. Of course. There were so many times that I was like, why am I doing this? What is the point of this? I've been completely distorted. This is not who I am. And my friends and family are that hadn't seen the show that would see articles or would listen to my feedback. They were in disbelief. They were literally like, how could it even be possible? Like it's you're, I mean, this is a, you're obviously joking. Like it's not possible. Right. And then they would see the articles or they would watch the show and be like, how, how's that even how, how is that even possible? So it's, I'm not saying that to like for anyone to feel sorry for me, but it's like that should show you the power of, of reality or of reality TV. And just, and again, I did say those things and whatnot, but I just can't get into how that happens, but it is real. Things that are happening are real, but you don't see hours and hours of conversations at events, for example, you know, like, for example, the obvious thing that everyone's thinking about is Christine's wedding and what I said to Grishel. That was like a five hour long event. And and you saw, I don't know, five to 10 minutes on yeah. the show. You don't see the entire conversation. And if you listen closely, what I'm saying is 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 chopped together. It's it's not uh, one sentence that I said. And there were other people in the conversation that were muted out. And yeah, I mean, that's just uh, not how it actually happened in the moment. So to be fair to production too, it's like, they can't show five hours of event. Yeah. They don't have a choice, even if they wanted to. So it's like, what are they supposed to do? They have to make it interesting and they have to show the critical parts of the conversation. I get that. So that's kind of how it ends. It's not that they're making a fake show or anything like that, but right. it is real. And it, I did say that and no one put a gun to my head, but there, there was a whole set of events and circumstances that, that, created that and but wouldn't but then but then why what why was Chriselle even upset then you know what I mean like wouldn't she have been did it feel like her reaction was was more than it should have been for that situation I mean we all remember the dramatic edit ending to season three where she actually like walks out after this she conversation. actually walked to the bathroom in that moment I'm sorry but that's what happened and 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 if you add music, it sounds more intense emotionally. Obviously. Than, and I'm not taking anything away from her. And I'm not saying she wasn't upset or anything like that. Yeah. But it makes the experience for the viewer much more intensified. So how did you decide, even though you're like, okay, this was a lot. This is not who I am. What is the biggest pull of coming back? Like, is it the experience? Is it? How do you, how did you make that decision for yourself and your mental health, obviously, which I'm sure is super important? Well, as much as it was overwhelming and questionable, if this is even worthwhile, I am a very strong person and I know that that's not who I am. And Mm -hmm. 
know that for a fact. It's not even like, oh, let me act differently. It's like, no, that's not, that's not who I am. You know what I mean? So I couldn't go out being like, oh, assumed to be this like offensive, horrible, nasty person. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. People are going to see who I actually am. And if you see enough footage, you're going to see it. I see. And I was like, you're going to see that like, I'm not going to go out when that's like the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You're not going to like burn it, burn the bridge. Yeah, I'm not going to cry about it. Be like, oh, boohoo, I'm the villain. Let me just go away and cry in the corner. No, that's not who I am. That is literally not who I am. So you're going to see who I am and I'm going to power through this. Like, I don't care. You know, hate me all- at this point. Like you already assume whatever you think. So can really, I mean, if I'm continuously showing who I am, eventually you're going to have to see it. I love that. And do, do you feel in any sense, not that we're trying to place blame on others? Do you did you ever think that maybe the fact that you were so close with Christine throughout the seasons that that kind of neg- like backfired on you in moments? It's possible. And, you know, I, ca- I really do care about Christine and I, I care about her as a person, as a friend, but she's done things that I don't agree with. And you can be friends and close to someone and not agree with everything that they do. And I tried my best to, to be a good friend uh, to her. And I still am, but I, I just don't agree with some of the stuff she's done. And, and, I, and I've told her so, you know, and I said, well, that's your choice. That's fine. But I can't support that. And you can't expect me to support that. Just like what you saw about the engagement story. I really didn't know her back then. You know, what you saw on camera was, was authentic. I didn't know her back then. And I don't know for a fact either way. So I can't say, yes, this happened or didn't happen. Either way, I can't say. And you can't expect me to say that's not fair to me. I think that was kind of like a redeeming moment for you because in that moment, it was like it was really authentic and we could tell that it was like caught off guard. You know, we could tell that we know she told this story. They're bringing it up. They're like, oh, well, and then you're literally like, wait, no, I didn't. So it was. I think if this is the beginning of like getting to see you be yourself, not needing to get into like, you know, defending Christine or defending this person or coming, you know, to Coachella about her relationship, I feel like that would be really, really great. And that moment, I feel like a lot of people were buzzing about that. It was a good moment. And Christine was kind of upset about it, right? She she kind of wished that you had her back in, in that moment. Well, if I could... If I had known her back then, and if I knew for a fact, again, I'm a very authentic person. So if I really had known her in that moment, and if I had known this to be true, I would absolutely defend her. But because I don't know this, I can't be a witness to something that I didn't witness. Did that affect your friendship at all, that that moment airing and everything? You know, not really, because she knows exactly who I am. And I was, I was a little bit surprised that she decided to, to ask, to ask me to defend her when she knows I wasn't there. And she, you know, she stands by her story, which is perfectly fine because that's her truth. Right. So if that's her truth, I totally respect her for believing that and saying that that's what happened. Not, none of us actually know for a fact. Right. So I totally respect both sides, but I definitely can't defend something. I wasn't, I'm not a witness to. So and I, and I told her before, I was like, I mean, you, you know, I wasn't there. I didn't know you. So if you're going to put me on the spot, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to do the right thing, you know? So like, it's on you. So she knows who I am. That's why I was like, all right, well, okay. Then I don't know what other response you, you, you were expecting. Like, I'm not going to say that this happened when I don't know that for a fact. 
okay, we've all been trying to kind of boost our immune systems and make sure we're getting on the nutrients we need, especially lately because we're so scared of freaking getting sick. And I've been taking Gem. Gem is actually the first multivitamin. That's not a vitamin. That's vitamin because you eat it. You don't take it. It's nutrient dense bites designed to replace your multivitamins and complicated supplement routines in the form your body understands and digests best. Whole food. Yep. My body knows food very well. Luckily, Gem is free of synthetics, artificial ingredients, added sugar, soy, gluten, and animal products. It's just good food. Plants only packed into a bite. I've been taking their like immunity bite just because I'm so scared of getting sick. And I want to be doing the most I can be doing to make sure that I'm keeping my body, you know, full of nutrients, full of like immunity boosting things because we're all freaking scared to get sick. And 90% of Americans are actually nutrient deficient. People think just because they eat healthy, they're getting all the things that they need. Well, they don't. And Gem solves this issue by filling the gaps in your diet with daily nutrition in one delicious bite. Okay. If you want to check out Gem and try their seasonal favorite citrus ginger daily essential for yourself, we have a special offer for my not skinny but not fat audience. Go to Gem Vitamins. That's G E M vitamins.com slash not skinny or enter code not skinny at checkout for 30% off your first order. That's gemvitamins.com slash not skinny for 30% off your first order. Thank you, Gem. G-E-M. You know what I think it is about you, Davina, because you said you're very authentic and I think that you're also very blunt. Like you will just like say shit. And I think looking back at your earliest conversations with Chriselle when she first came into the, to the Oppenheim group. And I remember it was like very awkward, like your, your interaction. I remember it being mostly that it wasn't like as much bitchy or anything like that. It was like awkward because you were just like saying exactly what you thought in a very blunt kind of curt way. And so I feel like, do you ever feel like your vibe is just kind of different? Like the vibe of these girls. Yeah, it doesn't know how to read the room and all this kind of stuff. Do you think I'm in sales for 12 years? I don't know how to read people. Are you kidding me? Are you joking me? I'm not just like blunt and aggressive. No, you don't see the sweet part or you don't see a supportive part or a funny part or a part that I can relate to you or you can maybe relate to me, God forbid, right? Like, I mean, that, those parts you don't see. But if someone has a guard up, a very big wall up and just trying to connect with you, I'm getting nowhere. Then I'm like, all right, well, this is weird. And then if you don't see any kind of positive aspect of my personality on purpose, so that way you can't relate to me. So that way I do look awkward and rude. That makes sense from a producer perspective, right? Like I totally follow what they're doing. Yeah, I get, I I mean, listen, it is good for you because I feel like just my little creak into this world. If I used to be like, oh yeah, I'd go on reality TV. Now it would scare the shit out of me just because of, you know, these kinds of things. Like you never know what you're oh, going to no, get. Uh, no, no, I know how I got it now. I got it down. I got she it. got it. She got it, ladies and gents. Well, great. I'm, I'm really happy about that. The other thing is, is like, like you said, you're kind of the biggest pro. Would you say you said you started in the business even before 
Yeah, Jason. Oh, January 2006. I think he was in like 2008 or something. And look, he has many more transactions than any of us. Okay. And I, I totally respect Jason and Brett and they are pros without a doubt. And their attorneys, you know, all of the above. I totally support everyone on the cast, 100%. But I really do have a lot of experience. And I think that's, I don't know if it's downplayed, but I don't know if it's like really like shown as much, you know? I think so. That's the thing. The biggest kind of storyline you had of like a house sale was that $75 million house. Which... Yeah, well, okay. So that, that Adnan's actually, he's a tough guy, but he's also really lovely. And just for a background idea, you know, he his staff made a whole buffet for the production team that day when we were filming. And he's very hospitable. He's the nicest, warmest guy. Yeah, you don't want to cross him, but he's a sweet guy, actually. I sold him two condos. We rented them out to a celebrity, and then we sold them. That's our history. And he, we wanted to find something to work together. He develops houses in Beverly Hills, north of Sunset. This is prime Beverly Hills location. And something was under construction that we couldn't film at. So he wanted to sell his house, but he, you know, of course, wanted a lot of money because he wasn't hyper motivated to sell it because he lives there. So, you know, we tried, it was a three month listing and good luck even trying to know someone like him or even having someone like him give you the listing. Everyone is so quick to judge. Oh, she hasn't sold the house. Do you even know a guy that'll give you that house to sell? You know? It's very easy to judge. And for me, it's also continuing a relationship with Adnan and he has more houses and it's, you know, it's a TV show. So uh, what can I say? So is that, is he living just so we get the the whole background? Is he still living in the house? Is it still up for sale? Well, no, it was a three month listing and it was off market. So just because it's on the website doesn't mean that it's still for sale. Would he entertain an offer? Sure. Any, but anyone would entertain an offer. The numbers, right? Literally, even if the house is not for sale, that's what we do. We go to people, Hey, would you sell your house for this number? You know? Yeah. So he's the same kind of guy. He's a real estate developer. Of course he would entertain offers. So if I have listeners with 75 mil in your pocket, then... Then reach out to Davina. What what was the point that you left the Oppenheim group? Because there was that moment, right? When you left and came back. Yeah, I was offered. Look, I have this big background in new new construction. And some of the people that I worked with were amazing. And they're super professional. And it's a small group of people that specialize in new development. So when, someone I know reached out to me that I've known since 2007 or something. And he said, Hey, we have a great project. Do you want to get involved? We're all at Douglas Elliman and they're known to do new construction. You know, some of the other TV stars from other shows are on there. And, and so I joined that team and it went great. They're wonderful. And the project was finished. And I was also it was good to kind of get away just to be like, okay, you guys are making me into someone that I'm not, not, not that I don't know what I said, but like, that's not the essence of who I am. And I'm not good. This is not going to define me, you know? So I was not afraid to leave because I am pretty bold. So I was like, okay, well, I don't need this. You know, I don't need this drama. And these people are really want me. So it was like, this is a great opportunity. And and I love Jason and there wasn't any issue with Jason or the cast at all. It was just like, this is an opportunity. And I think it's good to maybe get a break from this crazy, like yeah. whirlwind. Yeah. So then the, basically you finished the project and then you came back and we saw this on season four. How did you feel coming back that scene versus how 
we saw it on TV. The, the only thing I feel like is Jason and I were in constant communication and, you know, he's really fair and he's a good guy. And we had, he didn't want me to leave, you know, so he really did want me to come back and he was a hundred percent on board. So I think that wasn't as clear, but Jason and I were on, on the same page. So I felt good about coming back and he wanted me to come back. He didn't want me to leave. So I was like, okay, he really wants me to come back. So I felt good about it. But I think it was a little more teased about like, ooh, do they want her to come back or not? But that was more towards the rest of the ladies, right? Right. Like, yeah. So I feel like it was, that was the authentic perspective of, of the women in the office. But I felt like Jason was like 100% all in. So I felt good about that, yeah. you know? So I feel like that was a little confusing because of the coffee shop, which mind you, we were meant to go to, to a restaurant on Melrose. I forgot the name. We're supposed to go to a fancy restaurant for dinner and last minute production changed the location to a coffee shop. I was already in hair and makeup. I had my outfit for the dinner, right? Oh, you're bringing me back now. And you were like, Oh, why are you wearing this pink crazy dress? I'm going to prom. I'm like, you know what guys? I look fucking amazing. See you guys later. I, I'd rather be overdressed than, than underdressed. And yeah, maybe it's a bit much for a coffee shop, but I had no choice. So what would you do? You know? Oh my God. There's so, because you just said that it brought me back to that moment, but people were noticing, I think in a positive way, people were like, Ooh, did Davina get, you know, a stylist this season? Cause you were kind of dressing different. I, I did dress different. I didn't get a stylist. I picked all these clothes myself, but, and I paid for them myself, but, uh, it's a big part of it, but you know, I joined the show with like three weeks or maybe a month notice, right? Season one. So I wasn't part of the original group. I hadn't even joined O group. I wasn't even part of the deal before it was a lot. was a last minute edition mm. because I think I'm I look different. I'm like uh, very outspoken. I'm a heavy real estate background. So they added me because they were like, oh, the contrast, right? Yeah. I was a last minute edition. But that the point of me telling you that is that I didn't understand the format of the show. Like I had literally zero concept. And to be fair, I don't think many people did, but I really had like no idea what the direction was. I thought it was like million dollars, like real estate stuff, right? Yeah. From this very serious developer corporate background, so I'm wearing professional clothes that I would right. wear in an office. I don't want to draw attention to what I look like. I want to be professional. That's how I dress because I thought this is a real estate show. <laughs> then when I saw the editing, the edited version, I was like, "Oh, this show is actually very different. The format. They're focusing on completely different things. More of the interpersonal dynamics of the." in the LA fantasy of what we imagine LA to be and you know people from all over the world watch this so then it changed I was like okay what they're focusing on is very different the format's different than I thought and then I learned right by watching it back just like you guys I was like okay we're focusing on the hair and makeup and the fashion we're focusing on the interpersonal dynamics not on the real estate deal got it I will adjust accordingly so just because I wore professional clothes doesn't mean I don't know how to dress up, but I thought this is a real estate show. So it's like, I don't go clubbing at the office, but okay, now I will, you know? So, so then that changes the whole perspective. Wow. That's so interesting. Do, do you get hair and makeup professionally done for when you shoot? Yeah. 
usually. So I, I can't do hair very well. So I always get my hair done. Your and hair looks perfect now. Whatever you did now, it looks so good. I have, I have, I will say I have great hair, a lot of hair and it's long, but I don't know how to style it. Like I can flat iron it and that's it. Right. But I can't make it curly or do styles. I don't do extensions and stuff, but I, I can't like do braids or anything like that. And I'm pretty good at makeup, but sometimes we're tired because we're filming so much. And so we get our makeup done sometimes, you know, or we have an event or something and we all get together and we share makeup and hair artists and stuff because mm. it's exhausting to do it. But the lashes and all that stuff. But yeah, you learn like, okay, wearing lashes looks a lot better on camera than not. And so when gotcha. you see a lot, you're like, okay, you need to adjust to that because it just looks better. And so you guys want to see a sexy show, of course, you know? Okay, you guys know I recently came back from a trip to LA. One of the first things I packed was my Honey Love shapewear because you know what? Every girl needs to have at least one piece of shapewear that you know makes you feel extra confident and is extra comfortable. And that's Honey Love for me because it's designed for comfort and for looks. And it looks like lingerie, not like your grandma's girdle. And it's soft and it's flexible and it doesn't ride down. And they have various options from tanks to bras to to shorts. And what I love about it is that it applies compression only where you need it. Okay. It's built to show off real bodies. So whether you're going to a big event, to a wedding, on a date that you're really excited about, or have, you know, a, a, a piece of clothing that you know, you just want to have shapewear for because it's going to make you feel just like extra beautiful and extra confident. And the shapewear you actually want to wear, it's designed for comfort and for looks. It looks more like lingerie than like other, you know, shapewear that might look like your grandma's girdle. It's made from premium materials and constructed with this like signature X in the front that targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. And people love Honey Love. Honey Love has been featured in the New York Times on Good Morning America in Brides Magazine and has thousands of five-star reviews. See for yourself at honeylove.com and get 20% off a second item. Plus, when you use code NOTSKINNY, you'll get an additional 10% off your entire order. So get 20% off your second item plus an additional 10% off at honeylove.com with code not skinny. That's honeylove.com. The code is not skinny. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's probably nice to have someone like Maya, at least, who seems to be kind of like the same vibe as you. Like she's very professional. She even is one of my very best friends. We're extremely close. We talk multiple times a day. Yeah. And I don't think that's as clear on the show either. We're probably the closest, I would say, out of anyone there. And really, I mean, literally, we talk all day, every day. Yeah. And, um, I trust her very much. And I think she feels the same way about me. And she really had my back in many ways that people don't necessarily see, but I really appreciate her. And she's a great friend. Yeah. And um, she's very genuine and she's hurt my feelings too. You know, we, we both are like very straightforward, but like, we'll, we'll call stuff like it is like, Hey, that's not cool or this or whatever. And sometimes she'll joke around. She doesn't mean to hurt your feelings, but she does. And I'll tell her like, Hey, that, that kind of sucked, you know, but She's an amazing person. Do you know what I uh, think it might be, Davina? You're German. Maya's Israeli. Both cultures are very different from this like L.A. I know all, uh, all the other women aren't born and raised in L.A., but they have a very like 
sweet to your face, but you don't know what's happening behind your back kind of vibe. And I, and, and it could be also that culturally, like you were saying, like you and Maya, like you kind of just say it like Maya with her, like little, when she translates from Hebrew, it's, it's really funny. She'll just like say things and, and it, everyone laughs because it's so true. So that would make sense for me that you girls get along and you're right. I don't think we see your friendship as much <laughs> She, in the past, you know, I was this villain and she was this neutral, loved character. So it would have tainted her or improved me either way or the other, right? But again, like I said, if you watch enough hours of us, eventually through all the seasons, you're going to see the real personality come out. And I think that's what you're seeing now. So you're seeing and people are like, oh, you've changed in season four. I'm like, no, no, no. I've been this person the whole time, but you just didn't see it. You didn't, you weren't provided that footage so now you're gonna see much more of that because I'm getting more I'm just more aware of like how it works and I think they're the producers to their credit are also showing a little more dimension like they're like right because it's not they weren't out to get me it's like everyone's equal opportunity you know and we have a good relationship so I think they're like okay we're we're gonna show more of that you know because that is who you are I'm like exactly so I think with more seasons, you see more and they're like, oh, that's who that person is. And I think a lot of the past seasons will make more sense to you, you know, because you see stuff about other people, too. Right. So is there anyone in the cast right now that you're having issues with or not close with or are you all cool with everyone? No, actually, uh, I I think I really improved a lot of relationships and um, the most unlikely friendship was Emma and I, right? Because of my friendship with Christine and then, you know, her background with Christine and the two of them are not close at all. So I don't think anyone expected us to be friends or even connect at all. And the minute we met, we were, we were friends. And uh, she was like, oh my God, you're so warm and sweet. And I'm like, I had no idea. And I'm like, well, because you're watching a TV show, right? And then she realized and was like, oh my goodness, you know? So we became really good friends. And I mean, I told Christine, I said, you know, my friendship with her is totally separate. That doesn't mean we can't be friends. And she gets that too. But Christine is so busy with her baby and stuff too. And they're traveling and everything. So she's kind of a little bit in her own world. But yeah, so Emma and I became really good friends. And I think that actually really helped with the rest of the ladies. too. Oh, because Christine, I mean, Chriselle is really close with Emma and Mary as well. Recently, they came a little closer, but I think that helps because she's like, OK, well, if you got, if you really like trust Davina and then she's around me more. And to Chriselle's credit, like we did, she did invite me to a few more events and, and I went and, and we had a good time. And I think she was like, oh, you're actually really nice, you know? And I think we both feel the same way about each other. So both of us gave more opportunity. And, you know, she is very guarded initially when you meet her with, I think, almost anyone. And I, I understand, you know, all of us have been burned and all of us have had trust issues or things happen with friends or who knows what, and you just never know. So you're just more careful. So I get that. But again, like I didn't feel like I was really given a lot of opportunity from the get go. I think she, she just was like, no, you know, and, and then kind of with what happened in season one and, and moving forward being friends with Christine in her mind, she was just like, okay, I'm not even going to give you a chance. But now it's all that energy is kind of dissolved and it's opened up more. And I think now she's like, okay, we can actually have fun and hang out and maybe we can be friends too, you know? So, and there's been quite a few events where 
everything was great. And she's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, well, that's because you didn't give me a chance, you know? <laughs> so, so I think we mutually gave each other chances and we, we, we're friends now and supportive. Uh, Mary's also been actually amazing. I'm gonna give her credit for sure. She's really gone out of her way, I feel like on her own without me being friends with Emma or Chrishell or anything like that. She just was like, you know, I've known Mary a little longer and I knew who since I met Brett. Oh, wow. Then dating Jason. So she kind of knew that she knows I'm a nice person. So, so she, you know, she was just kind of like, uh, she want to get involved and she doesn't like confrontation and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think she didn't really want to get involved, but she in her heart of hearts knows like, I'm not a bad person. She knows that. And so I think she, she felt like, okay, well, I'm going to try to help you because I know this is kind of unfair, you know? So she's been amazing and I want to give her a lot of credit. So, yeah. When, when these first seasons were going on and you were getting, you know, kind of hate from a little bit of people watching at any moment where you feeling like, Hey, Mary, like vouch for me, say that I'm great. Or, Hey, you know, another person that knows me for so long, were you kind of like expecting people to, to have your back more than what we saw? Yes, I did. I did. And that's on camera, off camera in the press. I was like, guys, like, you know, that that's not who I am or necessarily how that went down, but they need a villain, right? I mean, Davina, I don't know if you're a villain. I don't know. Was that the consensus? Now you're seeing that I'm not, you know? So okay. it's like... <laughs> I mean, the thing is in your, just so you know, a lot of people want to be a villain. You mistake, you mistakenly became one. They think they do. Once they're in that and the, and to see how that works. Holy cow. That's a, that's a roller coaster ride right there. I don't think they fully understand what that means. What did you think of Christine's press? I don't know if how active you are on like social media and, you know, when things get really crazy, but did you see that people were conspiring that Christine wasn't actually pregnant and all this shit? Yeah. And first of all, Christine and I got a lot of hate in starting season one. Okay. And that is really what bonded us. We're both very real and we both are also funny. We actually laughed a lot together because we would joke around a shit ton. And so we're laughing all the time, but but we're kind of like calling stuff out, you know, which is why it's funny because it's like so obnoxious, right? But we really bonded because we got so much hate, which isn't like a great thing, you know? And we both struggled with that. And we almost didn't go to the premiere of season one because there was a big party and we almost didn't go because we got so much hate. Wow. We got death threats. We got like the nastiest, worst messages you can imagine. I'm going to throw acid on your face, cut your slit your thread, your, your um, wrists, throw you off a building in a body bag and set you on fire. Like crazy, crazy stuff. We were like, do we need bodyguards? Like it was bad. And it was really scary, especially season three too. So we bonded because no one else understood what that feels like. And the rest of the cast was like, oh, don't read that stuff. We're like, oh, really? I'd like to see you go through that. I'd like to see anybody go through that and then tell us, oh, just don't read that stuff. So at this point, I just laugh in these people's face, but it's not fun to to see how that works. And there is support too. It's not all bad, but, but there, the, the hard part's really nasty. People are out to get you, you know, the Reddit threads are insane. A lot of the stuff isn't even true and they think they know, but they don't actually know for a fact. And they're like, going off about tangents and, you know, crew members said this, no, they have NDAs. They can't say that they have a hundred page NDAs. There's absolutely no way that a crew member said this about whoever, like 
this is insane. So we bonded because no one else understood. And what's really sad is, like I just said, a lot of the stuff isn't true, seriously. And I'm not saying that to defend myself, like it's just not true. And sometimes it's based on 10% truth, but like, you know, they've expanded or added lies to it. So Christine was absolutely pregnant. I saw her belly. I saw, she called me from the hospital the day she gave birth. I saw her C-section scar with all her, you know, her like wounds stuff on there and everything. We were on FaceTime. She absolutely was pregnant and gave birth to her son. She's very lean. She is blessed to have a slender body. And some people just bounce back very quickly, you know? I mean, why should someone hate her because of that? That's not fair. And it's really hurtful, you know, when someone says she didn't give birth. Like, she was really hurt about that. Yeah. And all the whatever crazy stuff she's done and said and whatever, okay, to all of us, that part is true. She really yeah. did give birth to her son. And that's fucked up. And yeah. it's like, imagine you gave birth and you had a horrible birth. And then they were like, oh, no, you, you didn't. You know? I was I was saying that when this was going on, I, I that's what I said. I was like, if I like imagine giving birth, going through a horrible, even if you go, I had a regular birth. And still, if someone was like, you didn't push that baby out of your vagina, I'd be like, what? Like I'd fucking flip. So especially the birth that she had, you know, and again, this goes back to everything we talked about with how some people don't have any insight into reality TV. And they're like, you know, we can't fathom that this was filmed before or after or, you know, whenever. But, but like, like, I can't, I might not be able to defend an engagement that did or didn't happen that I, cause I don't know, but I, so I can't lie about something that I don't know about, but I will defend something that I do know about. And she really was pregnant. She really did give birth to her child. And regardless of people supporting or not supporting her, that part is true. And it's like, you've got to be honest, you know? And it's like, so when they're going on Reddit threads and they're like, oh, she didn't pray this or that or whoever, it's just like, guys, more than half of the shit isn't true. So like, please use a little common sense. Like, and then, you know, in the show, I think our scene at the yoga studio, that was one of the first scenes that we shot. And she was heavily pregnant. We even have photos from that day where she's uh, really pregnant and they didn't show her belly. They were showing like this part of her yeah. and they were showing like a hair weave fall out and then me walking in, but you don't see her belly. So people are confused that she already give birth and, and then do yoga, which is not what happened. Exactly. So they're, they're putting all this together, but it's yeah. <laughs> that's yes. That's how everyone started spinning. Cause people were saying, how is she doing that's exactly how it started. People were saying, how is she doing these poses with, you know, C-section scars? But then that came out, I think, even the deep dives have proved that. So, I mean, not that I thought for a moment that she didn't have the baby, but... So stupid. <laughs> there's some there's some stupid shit. But getting death threats like that, it's like, okay, you could say, why did Davina show up in a prom dress to coffee shop? That probably doesn't hurt your feelings. That's all fine. But like, yeah. you just know the deep. So, but like, don't DM a reality, like somebody seeing reality TV, awful things that you don't know anything about their life. That's just awful. And hopefully whenever, you know, I get a message like that or hear of someone that gets a message like that, you just hope these are people that like you don't see on the street. Cause like, who are these people that write these messages? I hope they're living in a basement and they don't leave it because I don't want to be around them. IRL. Those are the active shooter type people. And it's like, 
wow, you know, even if, even let's say 100% of what you've heard is true, let's just say for example purposes, do you think sending that message is helping anybody? <laughs> you know, like, you think that's helping anyone? Does it help you? Does it make you feel good to send hate to someone? Like, do you, are you proud of yourself? You know what I do sometimes once in a blue moon, I'm like, let's make you famous. And then I post them on my story and I tag them and then all my followers will message them and be like, are you out of your mind sending this message to someone? And then they, they usually message and they apologize. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't think about it. Please take it down. I'm like, oh, now you don't like it because it's public. What, you know, you're embarrassed? No, no, stand by what you said because that's what you said, right? I'm like, so nice. post a screenshot, you know? And so um, I just don't know what the point of it is. It doesn't make anyone feel good. If you don't like someone, just don't follow them. Don't look at their photos and support the people you do follow. Yeah. You do. Amen to that. Speaking of Instagram, do you get men sliding into your DMs? Yes, you get men sliding into my DMs. I think people are confused if I'm single or not. And because I don't talk about my personal life. Well, let's let's clear the air. Are you single or not? I am single. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. And I purposely don't talk about my personal life on the show because I see what the other people go through and I don't think that's enjoyable. so if you were dating you wouldn't want the person you're dating to to for us to know who it is or to be on the show i was dating somebody for a long time and he was briefly on the show as like a plus one but we didn't want to do one-on-one scenes mm. he is an entrepreneur he had investors and he was like i don't want to be on a reality show that might be exploiting or compromising my personal life when i'm pitching investors to get funding right. for my company that that's just not a very professional look and I totally understood that and I don't think I need to talk about my personal life when there's so much other drama on there I'm like that's fine (laughs) so would you be so are you down for people to slide into your dms if they're you know hot and and successful (laughs) and or if like what kind of guy are you looking for if you're looking I I'm looking, but it's not a priority. If that makes sense. Like it's, I'm not like chasing it. Like, Oh, I have to, you know, I don't, it's whatever. Like, I don't think it works anyways. If you, if that's your vibe, but mm-hmm. teach their own, uh, looking for someone who's kind, who's intelligent and funny. Cause I think if you're intelligent, it's, you know, you can only be funny if, if you're kind of smart. That's true. A bit. That's true. That's very true. So that's, that's, really um, fun and I like someone who's very driven and motivated but kindness is important you can't be a narcissist (laughs) okay and last question I put up a poll asking my followers who I think is hotter Jason or Brad and I want you to guess who won that poll oh that's tough Um, who do you think got voted the hottest I think they voted Jason no no oh good (laughs) I would have picked Brett. I would have picked Brett. So Brett, Brett got the higher percentage. Good. Well, they're twins. Well, they're twins. So it wasn't by a lot. It wasn't by a lot, but it was by a little. Yeah, he's doing fine. But Brett has a little bit more of a gregarious personality. He's a little more like he's going like on a social level. He's like really a a jokester and a little bit more relaxed. Mm. Jason's more, slightly more driven and motivated. They both are, you know, they're very similar, but but Jason's a little more serious and, and Brett's a little more like happy-go-lucky, if, if you will. So did you think Chriselle and Jason were going to like 
be long run shit? Like, did you see them getting married and having babies? Before they got together, I didn't think Jason would ever commit to anyone long term, like marriage or kids. But when they did get together, I was a little taken back. Like, I was a little surprised. But I also was like, well, Jason makes serious decisions and maybe he shifted his mentality. Like maybe he, cause people change, you know? And he saw Christine's baby and everybody said he was so excited about her baby and he loved holding him and he just was really wanted kids and he wants a legacy. And I was like, Hey, maybe, you know, he's getting older and he thought about it and he does want to have that kind of family and, and, and marriage and kids. So I was like, it's possible that he changed. And I did feel like, if there, if Jason and Chriselle too, but if, especially Jason, because I know him better, if he's going to move forward and say, yes, I'm in a relationship with someone that we all work with. Like, I felt like, wow, he's got to be serious about her, you know? So that's what I thought. So I initially, I didn't think he would, but when they got together, I was like, well, he must be serious about her. Cause otherwise I don't think, and I do think that was the intention, but again, things change. You know? Things change. I mean, they, their breakup post is, seems like it's a very, they're, they're still in great, they have a great relationship and, and they just wanted different. I mean, she was very direct. She wants kids. He doesn't. So, I mean, we all know, we all know what the, the reason is. Uh, I totally get it. And I don't know the very details of their conversation or whatever happened, but it's pretty clear that she wants a family. He doesn't. I can relate to that. I think all of us can. I was with somebody, not this last relationship, but the one before that, where the person said they wanted kids and then three years in, they were like, no, I don't. I was like, you tell me this now, you know? So yeah, things change, but you know, what can, what can that person do when they change their mind? So it's, you know, I, I want to urge people to have compassion for everybody because I'm sure it wasn't fun for him either. I don't think he wanted to break up with her or she, I don't think either one of them wanted that, but they have to stay true to what their heart is telling them. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, hard, but I do agree with you that I believe that people should stick to what they actually want. Cause you don't want anybody having, you know, bat- blaming the other person for Yeah, imagine like, imagine someone does what they don't want. And then later on they're unhappy. That's not fair to anybody and not to the other person either, or the kid, like, it's just, they did the right thing. If that's how they really feel. Yeah. And I, and people have to be supportive about that as difficult as it might be. And I've been there, which sucks, but Better now than than waiting longer, right? Better now than your guy who waited three years. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so Davina's DMs are wide open. Just saying, you guys. Davina, thank you so much for coming on. It was so nice to get to know you. And seriously, and I and I hope that people listening got to see a bit more. I, I think so. You know what? I can go ahead and say I think. They will. I think that this hour together definitely will show a lot of different sides about you and have people get to know you and your background and, you know, everything that you're about more than we've seen on the show so far. And I'm crossing my fingers for season five. And thank you so much for being open and honest and and sharing with us today. Thank you so much for the opportunity, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was so nice talking to you. (laughs) You too. I'll see you soon. Bye, Dina. (laughs) Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 